Greetings. My name is Linda Talaferro, and this is the Being Brown at Work podcast. I help Black and Brown female professionals confidently and expertly navigate the corporate world so that they can reach new career heights and establish their seat at the table. So whether you're kicking off a new career, leaning in a new direction, or looking to climb the corporate ladder within your current job, I'm here to propel your career forward by giving you an insider's look at cultivating an executive mindset, creating leadership opportunities, establishing an executive presence, and more. So join me every week as I guide you towards becoming a leader in the corporate world and show you how to step into your true power and potential. Greetings. Greetings, everyone. It is Being Brown at Work Live with your girl, Linda Talaferro. And as I say every week, and it is going to be a broken record because it's truly how I feel every Tuesday at this time, favorite time of the week. And as you can already see, of course, what do I have? Another fabulous woman to join me live tonight and share her wisdom around mentorship. So without further ado, we're going to jump right in. And I'm going to introduce you to Tanya Griffith. Tanya Griffith joined Oakland University in August of 2017. Beginning her career in the School of Business Administration, Tanya quickly received a promotion and became the officer for all the schools of medicine, nursing, health sciences, and inclusion, diversity, equity, and access, the IDEA programs. As the corporate officer for the schools of health and IDEA, Tanya is responsible for securing major philanthropic support, as well as connecting corporate and foundation partners to the Oakland University's resources, which include students, research, and campus facilities. Tanya works closely with OU's leadership team, staff, and board of visitors to develop strategic plans, which help enhance programming. Tanya has over 28 years of corporate and nonprofit experience. Tanya's keen interest in helping corporations and nonprofit organizations form mutually beneficial partnerships. And the key to that is forming strong relationships, which she has mastered. Because of her ability to build strong community and corporate ties, she has been able to assist private and public organizations expand capacity and resources throughout Southeastern Michigan. Tanya has served on many community boards as an active volunteer and leader. Her current board services include Cornerstone Schools, the Pretty Hearts Foundation. She has also served as a former board member of the T-Lab Educational Institution, the Association of Fundraising Professionals, and the Association of Fundraising Professionals Advantage Health Centers. Tanya's professional affiliations include Inforum and AFP, and Million Women Mentors. Tanya graduated summa cum laude with a degree in business administration from Northwood and is currently pursuing her master's in higher education leadership with a focus in social justice at Oakland University. She is a proud graduate of the Leadership Detroit class of 38. She is a two-time recipient of the Case Prime Officer Award. This is a national distinction given to high-performing fundraising professionals, and Tanya is the first and still the only Black woman to receive this award at Oakland University. Tanya was born and raised in the city of Detroit, 
and now resides in Southfield with her husband, Fabian, who is a professional and collegiate athletic trainer for over 28 years. Together, they have two children, Marie, age 27, who is a statistician, employed with National Insurer, and Maya, age 15, a competitive swimmer, modern dancer who enjoys developing theories. Welcome, Tanya, to Being Brown at Work Live. (laughs) Thank you so much. Yes, yes, yes. And relationships, yes. You are the master, and I was honored (laughs) to meet you, and we just connected immediately. Did we not? I mean, yes, quickly and immediately, which is why for me, the topic we're going to talk about, you were just perfectly fitted for, because I didn't know actually until I read your bio that you were in the million, what is that, the million women mentors. But that makes sense given who I've gotten to know in Tanya Griffith. And uh, we're going to say hello to Kiana and Leola, who just said hello to us in Facebook. They just joined us. Yeah. So Tanya, let's start this conversation about uh, the difference between mentors and sponsors with, for you, let's help our, our ladies out there understand from your perspective, what is the role of a mentor? Thank you. First, let me say, Linda, thank you so much. I find, I count it an honor to speak with you uh, somewhere in in your position, finding enough in me to want to share my thoughts and my wisdom on mentorship and sponsorship. I I truly thank you and thank you for your platform. Thank you for this. We can talk about what a mentor is. In my view, a mentor is someone that pours into you, someone who you respect and who has accomplished within their career and help you grow within yours. Um, They share what they have been through to help you avoid making the same mistakes And often um, they usually see something within you that you don't necessarily see within yourself. Mm -hmm. And they can Mm -hmm. help you identify the things within your career that you're good at and can excel at with the goal being helping you to navigate success within your chosen profession. So that, in my view, is what a mentor really does. Right. And so, Tanya, you know, we're you know, this is being brown at work, right? Mm -hmm. Being brown at work Mm -hmm. live. And so, you know, we're, most of our audience is brown and black women Mm -hmm. uh, in corporate, similar to you and I. And what would you offer to them? I mean, you just gave an excellent description of what a mentor is. And some of them, I know people that I work with say that they're challenged in finding a mentor, somebody to be their mentor. I would offer to say that it's probably around, you know, being comfortable and finding that connection and thinking mm-hmm. that they're truly have your best interest at heart. What's your, what's been your experience in the mentors that you've acquired in your career today? Well, I, I think uh, my experience has been to first listen, be prepared to listen. Cause oftentimes we aren't God mm. us with two ears and one mouth, right. For a reason. Yes. And, and sometimes we, um, we think we know what we want but when you listen to uh, people who are in positions that can help guide you if you would are willing to listen, right? It's different between hearing and listening. Yes. And I think that's the, the main thing that I take away from my personal experience is listening. And the people who I've mentored, um, we've had conversations about really listening and taking hold to what I call sage advice or kind of guidance um, because you don't mm-hmm. know what you don't know. And the reason why you have a mentor is because they have certain experiences that you hope to attain 
and yes. hope to help guide you within your career. So we seek first to listen. <laughs> I think that's that's the, the biggest key is yeah. to really um, understand what that means, um, yes. especially for black and brown women. You know, and would you say, Tanya, that it would that it's necessarily important for that mentor to look like you? Honestly, it's not necessary a hundred percent, right? Mm, I feel like mm-hmm. you need I'm, I feel like you need more than one mentor in your mm, life, right? Yes, yes, yes. My yes. Men, my career mentor was a white male and a white female who launched my career. I eventually was able to secure a black female and a black male to help me continue. But initially that got me into this profession. They saw something in me. I've always been a hard worker. I've always been a hard worker, but we know you and I know that hard work doesn't necessarily bring about opportunity. Right. Right. Yes. Okay. Can can you say, please say that one more time. Just just say it one more time. Meritocracy is not not necessarily a myth, but it does not necessarily bring about opportunities, right? right? The right opportunity. You can work hard. My mother has told me from day one, whatever you do, be the best at whatever you do. Work hard. That only took me so far. (laughs) And it was until I was able to engage, but someone saw the hard work ethic that I had. Mm -hmm, Someone mm -hmm. saw that I was... Um, I, I listened and I was easy to be able to um, have a conversation with and in the right, uh, they were in the right spaces and said, yes. I think you would be good if you tried this. Beautiful. And those two people, you know, kind of navigate, helped me to navigate my career. Now, when I got in the career, <laughs> then that was a different story. Now I needed people to help me that look like me because it's not that many of yes. us. Yes. It's not yes. that many it's of not. us. So I thought someone, the people that looked like me, that were working in the profession, helped me to navigate this thing. Yes, yes. And then that's absolutely yes. And that turned into sponsorship, which is another. (laughs) Right. We'll get to that in a minute. Because the nuances, right, for for people that look like you and I are different. Right. So once you're in the career, that's why you need that mentor. Mm -hmm. So, you know, let's get into what you should look for in people when you're seeking a mentor. So you mentioned Tanya. Yes, they may or may not look like you, Mm -hmm. depending on where you are in your career and where you aspire to go. Um, I would assume that you would. You would also agree, based on what you said a few minutes ago, that, you know, they're pour into you. So it'd be someone that has your best interest at heart, clearly, right? Mm-hmm. Is there anything else in particular, Tanya, that you think that Black and brown women in particular should pay close attention to when they're seeking a mentor in oh. that person? What are they looking for? That's a really good question. I personally would look for someone who has an expertise or knowledge and who is willing to share their wisdom and understanding about a particular career path, because Mm -hmm. not everyone is willing to share that. Some people are threatened um, by you or people that's coming up, right? So you have to really be able to understand and discern the difference. Um, Look for someone that's excited about their career. And they don't necessarily complain a lot. You know, we're we're all hard workers, right? We get exhausted, but complaining all the time, um, you want to kind of stay away from that. And mm-hmm. someone who has an eagerness and wants to invest their time to help them guide you or advise yes. you on your career path and is an active listener. And finally, uh, uh, and that person, that mentor, are they willing to also then turn into a sponsor and advocate for you? Mm. So that's something that, you know, that's really important in a mentor because you can, 
guide someone up to a certain point, point yes. mm-hmm. then you need to convert that. Or you need to have that mentor connect you with someone who can be that person. That, Got you. That so beautiful. So you're going right into the next. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so the difference, the difference, yeah. sponsor, mentor. What's the well, difference? Well, a mentor, as we said earlier, is someone who pours knowledge yeah. into you, has yeah. experience and empathy towards what you're doing. Where a sponsor, they'll speak your name in spaces that you have not yet been invited to or have access to. And they're advocates for you and have confidence in your ability to do a thing. And once again, you and I know talent is plenteous, but opportunities Mm -hmm. are not. Especially for black and brown people and especially for women. So having a sponsor to advocate for you is important, especially to someone who's seen as value. Like if I'm a sponsor, I obviously have value in certain spaces and those people take my word, you know, as gold and and, and they accept what I'm saying about an individual. So those sponsors are, are really important. So, you know, how do you get a sponsor? I mean, what is in your experience how do you find those individuals or do you find them? Do they find you? What's yeah. your perspective on that? I think it goes both ways. Ah, if if okay. someone as, as myself, um, use myself as an example, am I open to the idea of someone speaking or advocating for me on my behalf? Because you'd be surprised. A lot of people aren't <laughs> necessarily open to that. So you have to have enough confidence in yourself and in um, your mm. sponsor to put like you in that. the right position and connect you with the right people. Again, I say that mentors can convert into a sponsor. Um, obviously, mentors are um, a little bit more hands-on, a little bit more understanding and empathetic. However, if you have the right mentor that's in the right spaces, they can then convert into a sponsor. But I love what you just said, Tanya. Be honest, I hadn't thought of it that way. You have to be open Mm-hmm. to having your name spoken when you're mm-hmm. not in the room. Mm-hmm. I hadn't even thought about that. I mean, that is an excellent point uh, because that takes a level of belief in yourself. It yes. takes a level of trust. It yes. takes a level of not needing to be in control yes. of right? Because yes. if you are this control freak, yes. then you want to be in the room and you think yes. you have to know when people, and yes. certain things happen really for your benefit and you may not know. I know that's the shift I had in my career from being an individual contributor to my first opportunity to enter the executive ranks. Mm-hmm. I didn't even know the role existed and was open in a different business unit when I was at Hayes Lemmerts. And it took one person to tell the president of the business unit, hey, you should talk to Linda Talaferro. She's yeah. in wheels. This was in suspensions. Yeah. I didn't even know the role existed. Right. Yes. But, you know, I'm forever thankful. And when I got the call and I was told, hey, so and so said, you know, that I should talk to you, interview. Are you interested? Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> you, you know, Absolutely. I didn't have the heads up. Right. I didn't have the heads up. I didn't know it was coming, but I was ready. So Absolutely. excellent point, Tanya. I didn't even think about that. Excellent point. Have, and yes. that takes growth, though. You can't, you, it doesn't happen overnight. That takes, that takes growth and experience that you have to prepare because most of um, the people I know do have A type personalities, especially women. We want to be, we want to yes. be in the know. We want to yes. 
who, what are you saying and who you're saying to and what do you mean? We have to learn how to do that. And, and I am 100% okay with it now for mm-hmm. people that's advocating for me or I wouldn't be in the position I am now. I wouldn't serve exactly. on board. I wouldn't be having a conversation with you, the Linda Talaparo, right? Oh, <laughs> so, <God. laughs> um, no, no. <laughs> you're you. so kind. Yes, okay. yes. But you know, and, 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 and let's be real. That's that's something that exists in all our culture, mm-hmm. black and brown women. Mm-hmm. We want to say, okay, who's talking about me? Yes. What did they say? Yes. Okay, I don't. Why did they say? Okay, yes. did I ask them to talk yes. about? You know, I I don't think I talked to her or him. Where did they get that information? We're so quick, and and that comes with just being on this defense and thinking mm-hmm. that there's always ill intent, and that's mm-hmm. not the case. Mm-hmm. And you're not going to always know. When the when that happens, because if it's true sponsor or the mentor is is opening the door and becoming a sponsor and they have your best interest at heart, which is why you've connected with them when the opportunity is there and and your name pops in their head, you want your name to come out their mouth. You want it. So, yes, I'm so glad you said that. Did not even didn't occur to me. Didn't even think about. But it was an awesome, awesome point. So, see, you know what? I'm I'm about tired of this clock that counts down in 30 minutes because <laughs> I got like 10 minutes left. Not this and, clock, and it's your clock, right? <laughs> yes, it's the clock for the live. But you know, we always have such fundamental, yeah. one fundamental conversations. Yeah. Some people think a mentor. Oh, why are you talking about it, sponsor? Because yeah, it might seem basic, but it's a critical basic part of the career, and yeah. not all people master it, and not all people are successful, and so that's why it's so important. I want to jump into this next question I have okay. for you. Did you find it challenging? to obtain either one. Did you run it? You know, when you had, okay, your eye on someone, they met all of the criterion that you were looking for. You knew you could grow from them, but for some reason, I don't know, maybe it was getting connected. Maybe it was established a relationship. Did you run into some challenges? And if so, how'd you overcome it is part one. And then the second part is how do you know when you think somebody's a good mentor, Mm, but they're really, they're really not. And you need to just politely okay. <laughs> withdraw. You know? I totally get it. Yes. Oh, it, it happened, trust me. Um, mm. In terms of the challenges, I can only speak for myself coming from my, my space. I sure. am a, an extreme extrovert, as you know that, right? Yes. <laughs> so it's not difficult for me to speak with people. And I'm, a, I'm, I'm pretty an, uh, transparent in an open book, but I'm very observant. Right. You mm-hmm. observe people and, and you you see how their work ethic is and who they're connected to. And you really have to be willing to put yourself out there. That's okay. intimidating. That's very intimidating for a lot of people. But you have to be able to put yourself out there to be open to accept a mentor. Yeah. First, a mentor first, then a sponsor in that order. Literally, it has to be in that order. Yeah, yeah, yeah. In my opinion. It, it, it was challenging um, when I first asked someone to be my mentor when she said, I don't understand what you mean and what do you need uh, in terms of being a mentor? Wow. And I didn't know what that meant. I just heard that you needed one. Right? And so she called me on the mat and I'm thankful for her every day for forcing me to question, what is my end goal? What is my end game? That right? is excellent. That yes. So that, that's number one. Know what you hope to gain. What is your goal? What is your end game? Um, I, I personally, I know you've heard this, this before. I have 
uh, my personal board of directors. I have my pastor, Pastor Rufus Hayes, who is my spiritual leader. And then I have mm-hmm. someone who helps lead my career. And then I have my personal um, person who I kind of seek advice from. So personal board of directors is important, I think, for anyone to have. Um, you, everybody don't know, have to know who they are. They, you just need to know I'm calling this person because I need help. I'm struggling internally. so Or I'm thinking about jumping into this career. Let me see what happens. Yes. Um, and, and sponsorship then converts. I'm, I'm an advocate to, um, to having your mentor convert. Sponsors aren't always your mentor. There could be somebody in your workspace, at my workspace, that's saying at Oakland University, they said Tanya is really um, passionate about inclusion, diversity, equity, and access. She need, We need to help her. We need to advocate. We need to figure out what we can do with her in this space. That's what's sponsorship and the people the person that was saying this was saying it to the people who make decisions so that yes. is advocacy in its finest so you have to be willing to put yourself out there if you are not willing to and everybody is not extroverts and i get that <laughs> i get that but an introvert can also have that same effect if you're willing to put yourself out there and speak uh, what your uh, what your desire is what are you needing to do what do you hope to achieve yeah. Um, so, yeah, it can be challenging, but you got to be willing to, to move forward. Absolutely. Tonya, the great advice you just gave on how you actually move through. And I mm-hmm. love, you know, even Kiana Mann, who I think you know, because she just put in the comments. That's why I knows, Yes, <laughs> she knows you so well. But she just said, know what you hope to gain, which mm-hmm. I think is so important. Mm-hmm. What is the end game or what is mm-hmm. the purpose? Why are you connecting with this individual? So the fact that that person asked you that question, kudos to her, yeah. right? Because she really made yeah. you think about it. It's great. <laughs> Great advice. Great advice. And not everybody can be a mentor. Not everybody can. Right. No, not everybody can. No. And, and it's OK if you're trying to connect with that individual and it doesn't reach the mentor level. It's OK for the relationships to stay wherever it is at. Wouldn't you agree? That's I'm perfectly fine. I, and again, I am I have turned down a few people who asked me to mentor them. And I said, mm. I would not be a good fit for you. I may have someone in mind. But I can't I, I don't want to um, be a hindrance to you. So yes. let me find, let me help you find the best fit. And, you know, I, you know, I check my Rolodex and try, try to think about they have to first tell me what they want. And because I am an extreme extrovert, they think <laughs> they want me as their mentor, but I can't help you in that particular career path. So I, I have been known to really connect people. I love connecting people. Mm. I love and you know that about me. I love to yes. connect people with other people and resources. So yes. that that right there, it's okay to say no. It's, it's okay, okay to say I'm not a good fit. It's okay to you think you want this person for your mentor because they're high of high stature, consider high stature or high value or they're in the right spaces, but it may not be a, a good fit. For you. Not a good fit. Yeah. Excellent point. Well Tanya, you know, this has been <laughs> fabulous. You know, all of you that have joined us, thank you so much for joining us. I'd love for the conversation to continue. Uh, You can follow Tanya on LinkedIn. Uh, Just go out there and search her, Tanya Griffith. If you want to have more conversation with her, reach out to her on LinkedIn. Continue the conversation and dialogue. I would love to hear from those of you that are 
that have joined us live, or if you're catching this on the replay, love to hear your experiences about getting a mentor and if they've graduated to a sponsor for you and how that showed up in your career. Tanya Griffith, again, thank, thank you, you so much for your time this <laughs> evening. Invaluable. <laughs> and uh, I can't wait to see you again on the campus yes. of OU. Yes. Okay. Yes. yes. Okay. Thank All you. Right. <laughs> so welcome. Take care now. Okay. Bye-bye. If you enjoyed listening to this podcast, I have so much more to offer you. Book a complimentary call with me at lindatalaferro.com slash free consultation so you can start unapologetically achieving your own professional goals as a woman of color and establish a presence as more than just an employee. Let's go deeper, reach your professional goals, and apply this life-changing work to your career and beyond so you can rock your corporate game and get that seat at the table.